0: Your home for world champion Cleveland Cavaliers. American League champs, the Cleveland Indians. And mornings with Spielman and Hooley. Sports Radio, 105.7 The Zone. Now trending on The Zone.
2: Matt McCoy, sports director, 610 WTVN Radio. And the Tribe yesterday, Matt, rewarded the loyal fans of Cleveland for sitting out in what started a beautiful day. And then
3: the temperature dropped about 20 degrees before the Tribe got the victory and tribe fans in columbus if you uh listen to the four hour marathon here on 105.7 the zone uh you were rewarded at the end michael brantley comes up a uh, runner on first two outs 10th inning and as hammy can only do it here's how it went swing a line
2: drive base it down the left field line it'll head toward the corner lindor hits third he'll
3: try to score lindor's coming home it's a game winning double michael brantley has come through and welcome back
2: number 23
3: dr smooth he's known as pretty good stuff um yeah i mean i was taken aback and mentioned it last half hour bruce uh, at how emotional he was in his post game interview but you think about that had to be hard for him he's an all-star could have Would have, if he were healthy last year, been out there and been a big part of that team. And who knows, maybe they win the one game that they didn't win if he's able to play. But watching his teammates go through all that and not being able to participate, they get their American League Championship rings. They raise the pennant before the game. And for him to come through with a game-winning hit, it was an emotional moment for him. So so good for him. And the Tribe snapped the three-game losing streak. Yes, indeed. And the Redlegs keep on rolling. Six and two now. It's a uh, Scooter Jeanette. Can't stop Studer, Scooter Jeanette. You can only hope to contain Three it. home runs in eight games. Uh, and uh, he had a three-run shot last night. And the, the Reds do look very good right now. Speaking of baseball,
2: lots of inventive ballpark food. Madison Spielman yesterday, the Seattle Mariners had their home opener. Uh-huh. They sold <laughs> 310 orders of a four-ounce cup of toasted grasshoppers.
1: Oh, my gosh. Ew.
2: Toasted grasshoppers. Are they legitimately
3: grasshoppers or is
2: no, no, something no, they're, they're just look, calling grasshoppers? No, no, look at my Twitter timeline. At B. Holes, they look pretty legit to me. Oh, gross. Real grasshoppers. That's $4 gross. a pop. $1,200 Shh. in toasted grasshoppers they Ugh. sold yesterday.
1: You could not pay me to eat a bug.
2: Could we get Madison Spielman some toasted grasshoppers <laughs> here? That'd be great radio. <laughs> I mean, we could see what we could do. Uh also in the Ohio baseball ranks yesterday, we want to congratulate Ohio State's Noah McGowan, whose catch against Cincinnati, unfortunately in a loss, was the number nine highlight on Sports Center's top really? ten Noah McGowan. Nice diving that? catch. Yes. Very good. Now uh we read here frequently and cite and uh often credit Jacket's Canon, a nice Jackets blog. There is, of course, a penguin's counterpart to that. Okay. Called Penn's Initiative, which says That since March the 1st, the Blue Jackets have been the 14th best team in the NHL. Uh, They say that Cam Atkinson still sends out candy crush requests on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And they say that the Blue Jackets have given up 654 shots, good for 22nd in the NHL. So some facts and some fiction from the Pens initiative. And they also say that the Blue Jackets are paying Brandon Dubinsky... $142,000 $142,000 per point this season. That's more than any Penguin on the active roster. They do not like Brandon Dubinsky in Pittsburgh, Matt.
3: I don't think that that's... I mean, of course, scoring is part of his role. But that's not really his primary role on this team. And I think the Penguins are going to find out what his primary role...
2: They know his primary role team. is to be an it's, irritant... It's going to
3: be to pester yeah. uh, Sidney Crosby for seven games, hopefully. Or... You know however long the series lasts the same
2: blue J- uh, excuse me, this same Penguins blog around NCAA tournament time came up with a Penguin's villains bracket all right Brandon Dubinsky not only was on the bracket, he had his own region, the Dubinsky region <laughs> and he won the region going away. Uh, you know who else won a region?
3: Scott Hartnell. all right, so we got He's- two guys who are in the final four of Penguins villains all time. Wouldn't that make it all the sweeter if you win the series to know how much it's going to irritate the Penguin fans? Now, this is the
2: key for me in this whole series is the Penguins expect the Blue Jackets to dirty it up, be physical, go over the line. And I'm sure they're in the ear of the NHL and the officials. They got to call penalties. I can't let them do this. can't let them rough Crosby up. Can't let them rough Malkin up. And I think the Blue Jackets can use that to their advantage by not doing it, but by being physical enough that the Penguins magnify it and get in their heads. Like, hey, hey! But it's legal because we can't afford to put them at the man advantage.
3: I agree. Um, (coughs) It kind of is like... Going to last year in the Cavs Warrior Series, what you can do to Draymond Green. If you can get him to react over the line, which he did, it can work in your favor. He is a great player, but he can turn into a negative player if you just irritate him just enough. He went way over the line because he kicked LeBron and got himself suspended, but Kind of that negative momentum, if you can create it somehow on that team and be irritating enough that you are affecting them, absolutely that works in the Jackets' favor.
2: But the Penguins are experienced at dealing with this. This was a playoff theme for them last year, Matty, uh, to ignore this stuff because look, the book is out on them. Everybody tries to do this mm-hmm. to them. Washington tried to do this to them, so their experience. Sidney Crosby has faced this his whole career. He's soft. He doesn't like to be hit. So they had like special t-shirts made up last season to sort of keep them focused on the task at hand.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Going back to his rivalry with Brandon Dubinsky. So these two guys, I read somewhere that they've faced each other 10 times since 2014. And Crosby only has two goals and six assists. So Brandon Dubinsky can shut him down more than anyone else in the league.
3: Yeah, one of the reasons that series a couple of years ago was as competitive as it was. Um, Jackets losing in six games was Dubinsky. He did a great job on him. Yeah, I mean, he really did. The problem is Malkin. Malkin, yes, if you exactly. remember, game six... They're
2: so good. I mean, they're so skilled. Game six, Malkin had a hat trick. Yep. Yeah. And the Penguins were out 4 nothing. Now, the Jackets came back in game six and scored three goals in the third period and I think got the third goal with like five minutes left Yeah. and were pressing. But the Jackets came from behind. It was sort of a weird series in that... The Jackets won games where they were down by two and three goals. Mm.
3: I don't want to go that route. No. <laughs> no, thank you. No, I, I agree. But I remember that series, teams couldn't hold leads. Like, getting the early lead was turned out to be a bad thing. The Penguins did hold on that game six, but I think the Jackets came back in both of their wins, too. So, yeah, yeah, that's not a formula you want to follow. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I am hoping for, and kind of, I guess, expect a long series. I don't think we're going to see a four or five game series. Uh, I'd be disappointed if we did. I I think it's going to be extended. I think the Jackets are going to give them everything. And as, I mean, I was sipping Chris's Kool-Aid the other day, but mm-hmm. I, I think they got a shot at this. I really do. I, I will right. know in ten minutes. I
2: want to see the first ten minutes. I want to see if they're too fast for us. I want to see if We're winning the battles in the corner. I want to see if we're hitting them legally and if they're not, if Pittsburgh is not reacting well to it. So much of the Jackets, the latter part of this season, has been pretty apparent after the first 10 minutes of a game. Either they're engaged or they're not engaged. So I want to see the first 10 minutes because the the, the initial energy, the whole adrenaline stuff will burn off in about the first three. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you'll settle into the game and kind of figure out the rhythm of the game. Is Bob Sharp? I mean, the worst case scenario for us is Pittsburgh goes up one nothing. But I don't think it guarantees us anything. In fact, I know it doesn't. If the Jackets go up one nothing, yeah. I gave Maddie some stats earlier. Pittsburgh, Matt, is the only team in the NHL that has an over five hundred record when the other team scores first, and they're the only team that is over 500 when they're down after one period. Hmm. So they're an experienced bunch. They don't get flustered, and they have the skill to come back on people.
3: Well, I agree with that. I The thing that has been happening when the Jackets had this losing spell is they have been falling behind teams. Uh, so while certainly the first goal does not guarantee you a win, especially with those numbers you point out, Bruce, um, I think it's pretty important for the Jackets and their psyche right now to get a first goal, especially with how hard it has been for them to score goals. If you fall behind 1-0 against Pittsburgh, um, man, you're probably really offensively going to start pressing at that point. So uh, I, I would hope that the Jackets somehow can strike first in this
2: game. Zach Wierinski will be back Jarmo Kekalainen told us that when he joined us at 620. We'll replay the Kekalainen interview at 820 today. Wierenski back. Malkin is back, though. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. I'm worried about Wierenski. I want to see Wierenski take a hit. I want to see if his shoulder's okay. Malkin's a big, strong guy. Wierenski, I've worried about Wierenski all season. You know, can we protect him? When he got hurt, I know hit him. The thing in the Jackets locker room was... He's got to learn how to protect himself. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do how You're you a defenseman. Do I don't know how you don't get hit. You know, I mean, you're going to get hit. Yeah. That's the thing. That's why so, it's a tough sport. It is. It is. So, Jackets against the Penguins tonight,
0: 7.30 p.m. Sports radio. Sports radio. For Columbus. For Columbus. 11005577. Oh, oh, seven, the
2: zone. Dubinsky is making 143000 per point. Hey, hockey's more about it's. Hockey's more than just scoring. So hopefully the Jackets tonight, and hey, we're about scoring too. Not lately, but 247 goals this year. That's number six in the NHL. Problem is Penguins are number one. Spielman and Hooli here on The Zone, 7.20 a.m. Make sure you win your $1,000 signing bonus today or give it a shot on 105.7 The Zone. Listen up to 13 times each weekday starting at 6 a.m. for the keyword to text and your shot at 1000 bucks. 12 minutes after each hour at 6, 7, and 8. Once each hour starting at 9... All the information available at 1057thezone.com. Click on the Context tab. Your next shot at the $1,000 signing bonus happens at 812 powered by 3C Body Shop and 1057thezone. Hopefully it's the Jackets world tonight at Pittsburgh, but right now it's Maddie's world. Yes. Kids on the way to school. Uh Uh-huh. Bebopping and (laughs) scatting. Shaking their shoulders, getting ready to go. What do you got? Yes. What do you got right. for my daughters this morning? Mate?
1: Okay, well, I don't know about you guys, but I, I find myself at Easton probably once or twice a week. And
2: definitely not us guys. Okay. Not <laughs> the Hooli family. It's on the other side of the world from us.
1: Okay, well, sometimes if you make that day trip out there, Bruce. Yeah.
2: The great one tank news, trip.
1: Great news. Um, Uh-oh. It's, so it's been 18 years since Easton debuted its main part of the mall, and they're undergoing huge renovations, multi million dollar renovations. And let me just tell you guys some of the new stores we can expect to see
2: Skechers Outlet.
1: They already have a Skechers. There, Bruce. Ah, yeah, you, you know that. Oh, you, uh, know you they always have tell me
2: Skechers is not happening. If it's not. in Easton, it's happening.
1: It's come on Bruce. <laughs> so, Condado's Tacos. I'm not kidding, guys. Best tacos you'll ever have in your life. I'm probably gonna go there tonight for dinner because it's the seed is planted in my head. We have Zara coming, which is probably my favorite store in the entire world. Okay, I gotta um, guess
2: Zara. Uh, earrings, purses
1: No, it's, it's clothes closed? It's like international mm, okay. stuff Um, For all my outdoorsy fellows out there, there's an Eddie Bauer There's um a J. Jill, we have a Lush Cosmetics, I mean Easton is just really, really up in their game And exciting stuff Multi-million dollar renovations Happening, so now I'll probably end up being there Like three to four times a week now
2: <laughs> I was uh, over in that area A couple weeks ago and I think I was coming back from the airport, maybe, or coming mm-hmm. back from somewhere, going north on 270. I could—it was one of the first nice days, and people couldn't wait to be outside. The mm-hmm. traffic backup on the on the interstate, not on the ramp to get to the ramp mm-hmm. to get to Easton, was amazing.
1: I know it's happening. It's a Where are out. all
2: those people parking? I wondered. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> It's.
1: It sounds like you're kind so of so you like you like
2: the people watching
1: at Easton, oh, or what do you yeah. like? You're actually
2: um, shopping or you're just going over there to people watch, eat, hang out.
1: I think all of the above. It's just a good good place <laughs> to get out and get out of my apartment. So yeah, I find myself there a lot. But I'm excited for these new renovations and they're all coming spring and summer. So our get malls,
2: ready. Are conventional malls, dead. I mean, Polaris is not dead. Mm-mm. Polaris, big time. Tuttle Crossing's not dead. Mm-hmm. Lots of traffic out at Tuttle Crossing. Do you even remember, either of you, Eric and Maddie, do you even remember Northland, Eastland, and Westland malls?
1: No.
0: I, I don't remember any of those. I remember City Center. Ooh, That's about City it. City Center was happening for a while. Really? Mads, do you remember City Center? I do not. It's a park now.
1: Really?
2: <laughs> it was so not happening that it's no longer happening. It bulldozed it
0: and build a beautiful park downtown. They even took down the Cinnabon.
1: Wait, speaking of which, I drove by the Clippers old stadium the other day. Is that a
0: racetrack
2: now? What Cooper are they stadium? Why is
1: it still there?
2: <laughs> well,
1: it's like It's a waiting looking. to
2: waiting development, I They're think, trying They've right? been trying okay. to do Try something every, out there for years. I did not know if they were like
1: holding something out for it or no, what? I
2: mean, it's you know, it's a piece of land, it's valuable. It's right there by the interstate. Not the greatest not ins the, and at, not the yeah. greatest ins and outs off the interstate there. But hey, be glad we have Huntington Park.
1: I know, right? That's what it made me think of.
2: Did you uh, Did you go to Huntington Park?
1: Uh, in the last Thursday, week or so? Did Thursday. you This coming? Yeah, it's a home opener. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Stay tuned. It's Dime a Dog Night.
2: <laughs> Is it Dime a Dog Night? Know.
1: I don't know. I'm like, fingers crossed.
2: Over under, Eric Reeser, on <laughs> Dime a Dog Night for Madison Spinner. Over under.
0: On the amount of dogs? Yes. I'm not gonna gonna amount put of money spent. Oh, you the can oak? do money spent. And I can divide. I'm put the line at six.
1: No, I can't do that much. Six? I can't do that many.
0: Yeah, not with that attitude. Four and a
2: half. <laughs> four and a half. Because they always try to set the line where I don't know. it's difficult to know. Is it over <laughs> or is it under? Four and a half.
1: Bruce, what It was a four-hour
2: think? game in Cleveland yesterday. I
1: know. I know. Hopefully. Four hours? I don't think I can make it that long if oh, come it's four
2: on. hours. You're being false modesty right there. <laughs> false modesty. Cavs tonight against the Toronto Raptors. Uh, it is pretty much etched in stone. The Cavs will have the second seed in the East. Why? Milwaukee's playing at Boston, and Milwaukee is sitting Chris Middleton, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Matthew Dellavedova. Can't win if you're sitting in Delhi. At least my daughter would say that. Mm-hmm. Big Delhi fan. Even before Delhi blew up nationally. Uh, the Nets are sitting players. LeBron, of course, will sit. Kevin Love will sit. Kyrie Irving will sit. So Cavs, it looks like Cavs-Bulls. First round
0: of the playoffs. Cavs have not beaten the Bulls this year. They're 0 4 against the Bulls. Oh, gosh. They're saving all their wins for the playoffs, Bruce. Could they lose to the Bulls? No, not in the first, round? The first round. No, what don't, do you mean? No. no I am no. 100% confident that they'll beat whoever they play in the first round. How can you be that confident? That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ailey. Not in the first round of the playoffs. There's just no way the Cavs lose in the first round. Hey, it was just two years ago.
2: And we were down to the Bulls 2-1. to one, And if LeBron doesn't tell David Blatt, no, we're not running that. I'm not taking the ball out of bounds. I'm shooting it. And he hits that ridiculous corner three. We would be down 3-1 to the Bulls. And then Kevin Love would no longer be a Cav. It's amazing. I wonder if that's in all these LeBron books that are out. Because everybody's writing a LeBron book these
0: days. My guess is that when you write a LeBron book, you have to send it to an editor or you have to send it to LeBron himself. And if he okays it, you can get it published.
2: So you're on the uh, Chris Spielman train. now. Not only is LeBron the coach of the team, the GM of the team, he's also the managing editor of all LeBron books. (laughs) Yes. LeBron has a lot of power. He doesn't have nearly as much power as people want to say he has. Because the ridiculous thoughts that he controls everybody's mind and he controls everything in the Cavs organization. Is he consulted? Yeah. Has
0: he earned that? You, you begrudge him that? I think he's earned it and he controls what matters most and that's people's wallets. million to the local economy, at least. Republican National Convention. Yes. I mean, all these things that happened to Cleveland because of LeBron.
2: Yes. And not to mention the spring and the step of everyone in Cleveland because now they think of themselves as champions.
0: Because they are champions. Thank you for reminding us of that. (laughs) Any chance I get. They think of themselves because they are, Eric says. Absolutely.
2: And hopefully the Indians will... Bring us another one.
0: Your home for world champion Cleveland Cavaliers. American League champs, the Cleveland Indians. And mornings with Spielman and Hooley. Sports Radio, 105.7 The Zone.
2: Hopefully tonight the Blue Jackets can separate the Penguins from the puck in a legal fashion <laughs> and get a Game 1 victory over the Pens as the NHL playoffs begin One of five tonight around the National Hockey League as the postseason and the playoff beards have arrived.
0: 105.7 The Zone. 105.7 The Zone. Now trending.
2: Matt McCoy joins us, top and bottom of the hour. And Matt, the Indians won their home opener yesterday. But in the equal interest of
3: equal time, we must laud the Cincinnati Reds on their hot start. They're the best team in the state of Ohio right now, Bruce. Six and two. Ooh. And uh Bruce had the uh Are they pitching Tony Romo tonight in the bullpen? We get we <laughs> honor Tony know. Romo
2: or we get Tony Romo Why to not? Pittsburgh and give him an ovation because heaven knows he didn't get enough last uh,
3: night in Dallas. That's right. Um mm-hmm. you know, you had the stat of the day to use a Dan Patrick show phrase. Mm-hmm. It is the first time since nineteen ninety that the Reds have won three straight series to start the season. They're all six and two start. They go for a sweep today. And who would have thought That Scooter Jeanette would be the story of the early season for the Reds. But he is. He had a three-run home run last night, went three for four. And Scooter, the new second baseman, uh, feels something special brewing.
0: You know, it's not a rebuild. It's not. It's nothing like that. We expect to win, and, uh, you know, we're going to play the game the right way. You know, it's just a real pleasure. Like I said, everybody's connected on this team. There's no clicks. There's no, you know, outcasts on the team. Everybody's connected. Everybody, you know, uh, talks to everybody. And everybody's on the same page. So whenever you could do that, I think special things can happen.
3: Has Scooter been hanging around teams that, have a lot of infighting he was with milwaukee for four years so apparently they don't talk to each other on the don't like ryan Braun, everybody effect. talks to each other <laughs> nice That's nice joey Votto, isn't that a low bar talks to people yeah <laughs> like, you're like, on the team and everybody talks to each other geez. but hey it's a good start they're six and two and good for them and maybe mm. they got something uh special going on who knows
1: uh we saw reds right-hander rookie davis leave in the fifth inning after getting hit with a pitch how big of a loss will that be
3: i couldn't tell you anything
2: about Ricky Davis other than he used to be a Cav who missed a shot on purpose to get his own triple double.
3: That's Ricky Davis. Rookie, uh, rookie, rookie Davis. Oh, you said Sorry, I thought Rookie Davis. Yeah, oh, you, uh, he's The rookie. I, he yeah. was a guy they acquired in a trade with uh, the. Uh, it might have been the Chapman trade. Uh, they got him from the Yankees. And he's made it. I, my question is. <laughs> sorry, Red Legs fans. You're not top of mind. My, my question is. <laughs> Does his name change next year when he's not a rookie? I don't know. <laughs> Does he become sophomore Davis? Uh... <laughs>
2: we'll consult Chad Ocho Cinco on that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe counsel him against doing it. Is Chad
3: back to Chad or is he still Ocho Cinco? I think he's back to Chad, isn't
1: he? I hope so. Well, I know Meta World Peace is it's, still,
3: still Metta Meta World, World Peace. Peace. Yeah. He's still Ron Artest to me.
2: But yeah. yeah. Things have gotten worse. He changed his name to Meta World Peace. It's a mess everywhere. (laughs) Speaking of messes, uh, the Cleveland Browns, according to Adam Schefter, uh, are said to be undecided on whether to take Miles Garrett of Texas A&M, who is the first consensus number one overall pick in a while, uh, or Mitchell Trubisky. (sighs) <sighs> quarterback from Mentor, Ohio. That can't be true. I can't it? believe this is true because I refuse to believe that even my Browns are this stupid. I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, hearkening back to Gene Stallings, the former coach at Alabama, mm-hmm. who coached against the Buckeyes in the Outback. No, not the Outback Bowl, well, the uh, Citrus Bowl years ago, right after the movie Forrest Gump came out, and Gene Stallings was post-practice interview and i thought well this might be fun since gene stallings played for bear bryant forrest gump is out forrest gump played in the movie football at alabama i'll ask gene stallings what he thought of the movie forrest gump <laughs> gene stallings not in the mood for playful banter after practice i said coach you've seen forrest gump what do you think of forrest gump and he got this stone cold look on his face kind of like your Armo of maddie mm. and he said i refuse to believe anybody that dumb can play for the university of alabama <laughs> I refuse to believe anybody this dumb could actually think about drafting Mitchell Trubisky over Miles Garrett. Which which brings us to our Twitter poll of the day. All right. right. Which is, what would upset you the most with the Browns draft? Taking Trubisky number one, that's the early leader, 41%. Taking Joe Mixon at all, Mm. drafting an offensive lineman at 12 (laughs) because, you know, we just can't draft enough offensive linemen. Or trading out of number one, Mm. which is getting 38% of the vote.
3: Um, I would say drafting Trubisky would be it for me. Uh, I I just think that that is a a real real reach. Um, his twelve starts at North Carolina,
2: his Hall of or his uh, what was that? bowl he played in el paso where it's always frozen
3: sun bowl sun bowl yeah the sun never shines for the sun bowl it's always an ice bowl but eric <laughs> did make a good point off the air that uh, at least if you take trubisky you're addressing the quarterback need um explain but, yourself eric but i don't know that you want to take him number one you're not sanctioning this are you i'm not saying that you
0: draft trubisky at number one because i think again you take best player available which is miles garrett but somewhere between uh, free agency, the off season, or the draft—you have to address the quarterback situation because I don't know how I feel about Brock Osweiler and Cody Kessler being your two guys going into fall. Camp. You think know
3: Osweiler addressed it? Come on, yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think
0: so. I don't even know if he'll be with the team uh, come July. So it's sometime be. in the draft. He better better be better dumb. It be somehow. dumb to let him go. It's you the Browns. Bring him in. Yeah, in this. Uh...
2: Horse race, taking Trubisky number one, taking Mixon at all, drafting an offensive lineman at 12, or trading out of number one. Uh, if I had to handicap it, the thing that would upset me the most is taking Trubisky number one. Mm-hmm. And you really? know, how, you know and how much I'm, I don't want Mixon. I'm
3: stunned. I thought you would say. No, you mixing. know how much
2: I don't want Mixon. You yes. said
1: you're done with the Browns. I'm done, done with, with the Browns.
2: Well, I'm double done if they, take, done if they well, take Trubisky <laughs> one. It's just
1: like classic Browns trying to outsmart everyone else. But I'm curious what our listeners have to say. Give us a call at 614-821-1057 because this Twitter poll. I mean, it's just. Brown's ways that they can make themselves look dumb. Rather than
2: taking Trubisky one, I would I would advocate trade number one to Tennessee
3: for five and I, eighteen. I, I agree with that. If if you are sold on Trubisky, get him at five. Yes, you can get him later. You don't have to take him number one. Then you are ahead of the down. Jets. They're the only other team stupid enough to take him. I I agree. Uh, I would trade out if that's how you feel. I would not trade out. Um. I, Wow. Uh, I'm, I, part of me wonders if this is all... I mean, these guys tell the Adam Shepters, the Mel Kuypers, Todd McShay's, Mike Mayocks of the world what they want to tell them. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a lying season. So uh, part of me is wondering if this is just a line or whatever. Hey, we really like Trubisky to see if somebody is going to offer them a ridiculous package to get the number one pick. I don't know. It's like the old comedian Dom Herrera.
2: He used to have a joke. If you were a used car, what, or if you were... I blew the joke. If you were a car, what kind of car would you be? Used. <laughs> Adam Schefter is used this time of year. Peter King is used this kind of year. All those guys are used. Uh, let's talk with Jake on line one. Hi, Jake. You're on 105.7 The Zone. Hey, guys. I called a while back a couple of weeks ago. Remember, I was on Scoony, uh He uh, ignored me as a kid.
3: Yes. Yeah. That's a Hall of yeah. Fame call. <laughs> Yeah, welcome
2: back. Um, listen, man, I'm am a big Browns fan, diehard Browns fan. If they take Mitch Trubisky at all, regardless of his draft pick or the very last draft pick, I'll burn everything I have. Browns. <laughs> the guys played. The guys played. Listen, the guys played twelve college games for a really bad football university, and you're going to take him number one overall because he's got some sort of connection from Mentor, Ohio. That's a joke. That, that, that's a joke. I would rather. Oh my gosh. I would rather have uh, the backup for Michigan. I would uh, meet you oh, at. Oh, oh. I would meet you at the bonfire, Jake. <laughs> if uh, they actually do that, that would be ridiculous.
0: Mm. Ridiculous. You, Eric Reeser, would be okay with it because they no, would. No, I'm not be saying trying. I'd be okay they with be trying. It. The question that was posed to me was. Mixon at all or Trubisky at one and I said Mixon at all because at least with Trubisky at one you address the quarterback situation I am in no way condoning the Browns taking Mitch Trubisky at all but I'd rather them do that than take Joe Mixon
2: well uh, if they take Mitch Trubisky overall it's the equivalent of trying to do their lawn care themselves uh, taking Miles Garrett number one overall is picking Weedman Sports Radio. Sports Radio 105.7 The Zone You have to walk the fine line between being physical and getting into the Penguins' heads, but not getting into the penalty box. Can't do that. Can't give the Penguins a power play. Puck drops tonight, seven thirty. Game 1 of the opening round playoff series. The playoff beards are sprouting. Let's hope they're as big as Kyle Quincy's regular season beard by the end of the playoffs. That would be nice. We don't need any you know, one-week growth shaved off after a first-round loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins. So, Jackets tonight... And John Tortorella does not like the Pittsburgh Penguins. He did not like them before he came here, and he does not like them once he got here. Long history with John Tortorella not liking the Pittsburgh Penguins. Here is Torts when he was at the New York Rangers after what he deemed to be a dirty hit by a Penguin, surmising what would happen if that indeed occurred against a Penguin.
3: It's a cheap, dirty hit. It's just... I wonder what would happen if we did it to their two whining stars over there. I wonder what would happen. So I'm anxious to see what happens with the league with this. Just no respect amongst players. None. It's sickening.
1: love this outwardly hate towards. I mean, he's been calling the Penguins whiners since 2012, so hopefully they can capitalize on that tonight.
2: Most recently that we have audio evidence of early last season, John Tortorella after Brandon Dubinsky was suspended for cross-checking Sidney Crosby and the Jackets had to play without Doobie the next night in St. Louis, John Tortorella asked about, what did he think of the suspension?
3: You know what? It is what it is. We'll, we're not going to whine here. Pittsburgh can whine. Pittsburgh whines enough for the whole league, so there's no room for any other team to whine. So we're gonna, we just go about our business.
2: That is why Torch showed up on the bracket of all-time penguins villains i'm surprised
1: he didn't get his own region
2: i am surprised too what does a man have to do to get his own region (laughs) brandon dubinsky had his own region scott hartnell won his region and uh, that was a playful uh attempt by a penguins blog site to play off the ncaa tournament bracket the dubinsky region which dubinsky won going away he was the north carolina of his region now, speaking of winning, the Cleveland Indians' debut yesterday. They made their fans sit out there at Progressive Field for four hours, but rewarded them for their patience in the 10th inning. Now the payoff pitch. swinging a line drive, base hit down the left field line. It'll head toward the corner. Lindor hits third. He'll try to score. Lindor's coming home. It's a game-winning double. Michael Brantley has come through. And welcome back. Number 23! Michael Brantley so popular, he would not have to uh, buy his own beverage in mm-hmm. Cleveland today. Um, it's good to be the king. A.J. McCarran, once the king of Alabama football, is opening in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Maddie, a sushi restaurant.
1: I saw that with, like, hot wing-flavored sushi or something. Or no, hot, flaming hot Cheetos. Something.
2: Flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> is uh, one of the items on the menu at Aijan Sushi, projected to open June the 1st. It is uh, deemed a
0: build-your-own sushi bar. Sushi does not... Flaming Hot Cheeto Sushi? Flaming Hot Cheeto In Alabama. Yes. Kind of sounds... uh... A
2: little bit. (laughs) Flaming Hot Cheeto Roll is what it is. Uh, I'm not sushi guy. Ugh. And self-serve sushi with everybody's finger germs in there, fishing around. No pun intended. Or maybe a little. In the uh, rice, in the... What else is in sushi? Salmon, cuc- cucumbers. I cucumbers,
1: carrots, cream cheese.
2: <laughs> no thanks.
1: Really? No, thank it. you. I love the make your own sushi.
2: Doesn't it require some expertise to make sushi? When I'm in Kroger and they're making sushi, those... Sushi craftsmen look like they know what they're doing. It does not look like a task left to amateurs. Are it, you talented in this?
1: Well, the people do it. You just tell them what you want on it.
2: Oh, well, so you build it. Yeah,
1: it's like it's Chipotle like Mongolian
2: light. barbecue. Yeah,
1: you, just you go and you tell them. Yeah. But they don't
2: let you have the big things to chop it up and <laughs> no, fry. No, it. You
1: don't do it yourself. Okay, as
2: I was saying, my Gosh, sushi no. roll, my sushi roll would end up all over the floor.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> better there than, than in you. my stomach.
2: <laughs> Uh, Apparently, A.J. McCarron is only the latest Alabama football player to open a restaurant. Alabama.com says there are 22 restaurants with former Alabama football connections. Which gets me to thinking, we're all about beating Alabama at everything, right? Our spring game attendance Saturday, what are we always focused on? We're going to draw more than Alabama? Mm Mm-hmm. It's my opinion that we have a glaring lack of former Buckeye restaurants in Columbus. We have Eddie George's Grill. What else? What else? Anything else? In anything, can Alabama football have 22 and we can have only one? This is not acceptable.
1: (laughs) I'll get my dad on that. Get your dad on
2: it. (laughs) Spielman's Sports Grill.
1: No, it'd be like a protein shake kale restaurant. like. (laughs) That no one wants. like <laughs> Spells
0: the supplement check.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> get Barley done. and all kinds of that. Sports <laughs> Radio for Columbus.
2: 1057 The
3: Zone.
1: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?